Island. Sure, owned. I can't do nothing with Burger King Boy unless he owned the franchises. You know what I'm saying? So Burger King Boy might be your blessing. He, I mean, if he started on the fries and then he moved over to the burgers. What's going on, everybody? My name is Mel, and welcome to Rejection is a Bitch Podcast. I really appreciate you for joining me today. If you're new to the channel, feel free to hit that subscribe button, like button. We're going to have an amazing conversation today. When I say we, I mean myself and you. You hit me in the comment section. You let me know what you think on this topic. This conversation is not dictated by me. For anyone watching this right now, and you've been waiting for the one thing you can do to get to that fulfilled marriage. You're that person who's been searching for so long, maybe been married once or twice. Maybe been hurt once or twice. Maybe you have one failed relationship after the other. If that's your situation, I want you to stick to the end of this video because I have something that's going to elevate you. It's going to finally take you to that fulfilled relationship that you always desired. And I believe that's possible for Lisa Ray as well. Am I the only person that's tired of Lisa Ray? I got a question for you. Are you tired of Lisa Ray like I am? Gosh, she was recently on Breakfast Club with DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God, and she had this to say. Asking for a friend. So break down what the show is about. It is about two besties going on, two single besties, because here's the thing. Who knows you better than your mom and your dad? Your bestie. Right. So it, does your bestie know you well enough to be able to find you love? Mm -hmm. And so they go on two dates in one day, and at the end they try to figure out which one they like, or maybe they don't like, or maybe the two besties like each other. Oh. I'm the host of that, and I think it's it's fun. You know what I mean? It's revealing. It's exciting. It's universal because everybody right now is looking for love. The world needs love. I'm mm -hmm. looking for love. You know? You're looking for love? Oh, in all the right places, but they wrong for me. I would I would assume people are intimidated to, uh, you know, uh, even kick it to the great now, Lisa Now, Ray. why would you say that? Because you Lisa Ray. And people have been literally watching you for years since. I, that seemed like they should know how to get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, literally, but literally since, you know, Players Club, people have been, you've been like the one of the epitomes of You like get free beauty. dances. I mean, come on. <laughs> but also, you, you remember, she was married to a president. Oh yeah, that's that. Ain't nobody got no. We, we ain't got no rap for that. Once you done did that, like you know what I mean? Oh, well, Island, sure, owned. I can't do nothing with Burger King Boy unless he owned the franchises. You know what I'm saying? So Burger King Boy might be your blessing. He, I mean, if he started on the fries and then he moved over to the burgers, what I can't do. I don't listen. No, seriously, I don't want to stress anybody out by trying to even keep up with me, and they can't automatically. Yeah. I, I mean, I may want to go to Bahamas for the weekend. I don't. I don't know about the lifestyle of <laughs> vacation days and stuff because that's not what I do so I mm -hmm. want to go when I want to go when I want to need to go so do you, you mind like a red lobster or uh, I can't hear both of y'all at the same time I'm sorry go ahead <laughs> I was gonna say, so do you mind the red lobsters and the I and the, love red lobster and the, and the Outbacks are you kidding me? and the Applebee's you do that you, you I know. do that okay so cool. a guy can take you that and you're cool with that on absolutely. dates absolutely I don't want to go every day or every weekend. What if Burger King Boy is... Uh, Why uh, call uh, it Burger King that's Boy? That's what she called him. What if Burger King Boy is a true blessing? He, yeah. he treats you right. Absolutely. He, he puts you down in the bedroom. He got manners. How are he going to treat me right? Because if he can't keep up with me, Damn. then I'm... We're exploring the world together. Mm -hmm. I, I can I can go for that. But if he's never been off his block, he's never experienced anything that I have experienced. I mean, come on, I've been around the block a few times. You know what I mean? I'm not a young girl anymore. You teach so I him. do need someone mm -hmm. that's experienced, cultured, well-traveled. Yeah. I've been doing all that for a long time, all my life, really. But like you said, you could teach him. You could teach him, clean him up. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to be a teacher. <laughs> I am not trying to do that. I have a grandbaby. I'm teaching her. You know what I mean? That's enough. Before we get into this, guys, because we will have this conversation, I want to put this quick disclaimer out there. 
when we have these conversations about celebrities, it's by no means to put them on a pedestal or make them a different uh, standard than we are. They're humans just like we are. But when we have these discussions, you want to have a parallel. You want to have an example of something that people can draw to to make the point. So we're going to take Lisa Ray's situation and learn from it. Many of us really can identify with what's going on with Miss Lisa Ray. What exactly is going on with Miss Lisa Ray? Lisa Ray is a 55-year-old actress. She's most famous for one of my favorite movies, I can't lie. I just got to be honest. The Players Club. She hasn't quite reached that again. You know, just, you know, that was her peak. And I really don't keep up too much with her, but I do know Lisa Ray has been around for at least the last 25, 30 years. You hear her talking in that Breakfast Club interview. She's apparently starting a new show, but she talks about the love that she's looking for. She talks about the expectations that she have and the things that she would not settle for going into her next marriage. Let's talk about her history. Lisa Ray has been married twice, and that number two is a very familiar number for her. She has two marriages that both lasted no more than two years. Her first marriage to a guy, NFL player by the name of Tony Martin, lasted from 1992 to 1994. Her second marriage, a guy by the name of Michael Missick, was from 2006 to 2008. So essentially, Lisa Ray married for money <laughs> twice. Now, that's when the divorces were final, ladies and gentlemen. So we all know it takes a process, especially when you talk about the money that these people make. It takes a process for the divorce to be final. So ain't no telling how long the marriages actually lasted before they separated. And some of you may say, so what happened? I mean, something got to be going on with either the guys that she's with or, or Lisa Ray. What is going on with her that she keeps going into these marriages and only lasting a year or two? Well, I can't speak for the first one, but we do know she has spoken abundantly about the second marriage. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Ray didn't blame her husband for her divorce. And we know she didn't blame herself. Oh, by God, why would she ever do something like that? She actually blamed actor Dwayne Martin. She says, and I quote, When I introduced them, that was one of the worst things I ever did. Somehow within that relationship, I lost my husband to Dwayne Martin, and they become better friends than what me and my husband did, and I couldn't understand that for the love of God. He became disrespectful with introducing my husband to different women, and women that we actually knew as friends and associates. Yes, you know my dirt as my brother and my friend, but you're my friend. I introduce you to him. What are you doing? I'm still kind of confused about that one. So needless to say, me and Dwayne don't F with each other at all. F him and F him, end quote. You may say, why do I bring that up? I bring that up because Lisa Ray literally married men that either had money or had potential to have money. The first man, you could say maybe he didn't have the most well-off money, but he's an NFL player. So it's a lifestyle. There's potential for even more gain. I don't know Tony Martin that well. So who knows how much money he had or still has. But the second husband, there was no question that she married him for money. And with men with money, especially from an islander, you can assume a certain lifestyle about him. He's a high-ranking politician, high-ranking official that has access to almost anything. So to me, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, did you vet this man enough to know his propensity to be with women outside of you? Did you guys have conversations about that? Did you know going into it that monogamy was not going to be his thing? What did you expect, Lisa Ray? I just really want to know what was the expectations going into this marriage. 
because I do hold men accountable for doing things outside of your marriage. You know, that's completely wrong if you have not agreed upon that with your spouse. However, there has to be some willingness in you to fight beyond that cheating. Yes, it's a, if it's perpetual, you just can't deal with it, yes. But a year or two, I mean, come on. What is the, where is the fighting you? Where is the, the willingness to, to go through something for a little bit in order to get something greater on the other side? What is the willingness to understand that this man is battling something maybe he can't handle? Maybe he's been waiting for a woman his whole life that will stand by him beyond his mistakes. Maybe that was your place in his life, Lisa Ray. But no, Lisa Ray had to get her butt out of there. Because ain't no way in hell that Lisa Ray will allow a man to disrespect her. Or did she have another incentive to leave? In my opinion, my speculation, <laughs> I believe Lisa Ray went into this marriage with one foot in. I believe Lisa Ray was just waiting for the moment to leave her husband. Why do I say this? Well, let me show you this clip and maybe you'll see what I mean. We needed to discuss my divorce from Michael Missick. Okay, so we got the financial hearing date. Mm -hmm. I hope that the judge sees that throughout this whole time, I wasn't awarded any kind of alimony at all, which I find to be um, crazy. As much as I've helped him with his country, I didn't have to do that. And so for him not to be able to agree that we can settle whatever differences we have and move on, I don't understand his position. I don't have the type of type of job that I can come back and go, oh, I'm going to make me a commercial tomorrow. I'm going to make a movie tomorrow. I'm going to get on a TV show tomorrow. That's not real. So if you know I'm an actress and I am no longer the first lady of Turks and Caicos Islands and I'm going back, what am I to do? As you sit today, I mean, what is it that you want as this litigation comes to an end? My thing is this, still the prenup. He still had a binding contract with me saying, this is what I want to give her, I agree to this, I agree to that. I didn't twist his arm and say any of those things. So that's a legal contract. So my thing is, I want to wave that around in the courtroom saying, hey, what about this, this prenup? What about this? Are you going to make him stick to this? My ex-husband was the premier of the Turks and Caicos Islands. And when I married him, he had over $100 million in the bank. If they look at how much money we spent when we were married yes. and how he was taking care of both households and now all of a sudden you have no money, yes. then it's like, well, where was all that money coming from? Right. And what did you do with it all? You know, the reality of the situation as we spoke last year, as time goes on, things change. His financial disclosures that he submitted back in March of this year, mm -hmm. he looks pitiful. He's in default, owes 25 to $30 million dollars and obligations to various and sundry banks and all kinds of institutions. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, what do you end up with? A judgment against him that you can't collect? I totally understand where Michael is in his life right now, but don't leave me out there in the cold like that. That's not fair. I've always believed in was saying, let go and let God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes that's so hard for us to do because we all want to put our two cents in about what's going to happen. And at the end of the day, the universe We'll mm. provide for you. Yeah, I hear what she's saying, but we talking millions of dollars here. So tell me something. How much is 15% of nothing? Uh, okay, 15 characters. <laughs> hold on, 15 characters, zero, 15. Five. Nothing, you math whiz. 15% of nothing is nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Ray in her mind had it in the bag that no matter what this man does, if he hurts me, 
I get this paper. I get this money. They signed a prenup, ladies and gentlemen, that apparently she will receive everything she came into the marriage with plus some. But apparently, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this man was smart. And I don't understand how you get into a marriage with a politician and expect things to go 100% your way. Somebody who has friends in high places in a country that you are not familiar with and you have no authority in. So in my mind, guys, I'm just speculating, of course, like I said. She very well may have put Dwayne Martin in his life just to see if, the, if he would slip up just so she can get her butt out the door. But it failed, ladies and gentlemen, because she ended up leaving this marriage with nothing. Uh, she was talking at one point about Tisha Campbell's divorce with, again, Dwayne Martin. And she said she could relate to the, uh, Tisha Campbell saying she left the marriage with only $7. To some people, it was like, what? You were in a marriage and he had more than you and you helped him get more than that. And you all were together and building together at least for a couple of years. Wow. A couple of years. Don't you deserve something? But sometimes you walk away because you deserve your peace. From everything you know about the situation, the video I just showed, does any of that show that she willfully divorced this man? That she just wanted her name? She compared herself to Tina Turner. Now, first of all, that's some BS because I don't think Tina Turner willfully let go of things. But if you look at what the movie showed and what's love got to do with it, Tina Turner just left. That's not what Lisa Ray did. <laughs> and she even contradicts herself later on in this same article I'm reading from. She says, in April... My divorce was granted to me, but I'm still fighting for a settlement. I don't understand why he wants to make the attorneys richer by keeping the thing going. He needs to focus on the political fight he has ahead of him and give me what I'm due. I don't want his money, only the money I contributed to the marriage. Ladies, I understand that women have this united front, and I appreciate it. Honestly, I think men can learn a lot from you all. You guys have a united front. Y'all support each other no matter what wrong the woman may be. Y'all support each other. But I need y'all to put that to the side for just a second. <laughs> because I know a lot of you want to say, well, yeah, she has every right to fight for what she has. And she does have every right to fight. But she can't speak out of both sides of her mouth. And one side of it, she's saying, I am just want my name. Gonna let, I just want to leave. But the other side, she's saying, I want to fight. So which one is it? It's both. She can do both. She can. No, you can't. <laughs> you want to leave this man? Leave. You can't ignore the power that he has in a country that you're not familiar with. You lose. You win some, you lose some. But you live. You live to fight another day. What's the point of me bringing all this up? What is the point of even having that discussion about her previous relationship? I'm going back to the clip she did with the Breakfast Club. The point is, haven't you made this mistake before? What did she say, you guys? I got to have a man with some money. All the other stuff that come with it, that's fine, but you got to be able to have money. And why does she need money, ladies and gentlemen? Why she need a man with money? Because she has hit her wall. She's 55. She has a child. I believe it's in wedlock, so I give her credit for that. She's divorced twice. Two very, very short-term marriages. The thing that made her the most appealing it's fading away. She will always be a beautiful woman, but her youth is no longer there. It matters because with her not having this extensive career as an actress, not having any mainstream uh, appearances other than the Players Club, and let's be honest, that's mainstream in the black community, but not nowhere else. What is keeping her financially afloat? That's why she was fighting so hard for that settlement, the divorce settlement and that spousal support. What is keeping her afloat right now? The beauty only lasts so long. 
with other actresses that were at one point maybe known for their beauty, what happens for them? Unless they have an amazing Oscar Award winning career, what happens? They fade into the abyss. That's exactly what's going on for Lisa Ray. So she needs a man with money to keep that lifestyle that she is used to. However, is that what she needs to have fulfillment in her life? The problem with Lisa Ray is she is chasing lifestyle over fulfillment. And that's fine. You can choose that, but don't get on camera. Don't get on the radio. Don't get on any platform and let us believe or, or try to make us believe and try to convince us or maybe trying to convince yourself that you're really out here searching for love. That's not what you're searching for. You're searching for your next sugar daddy or the next man to financially take care of you. And I'm not just tired of Lisa Ray for this type of stuff. I'm, I'm really, I'm tired of hearing about her love life. But if you follow her on any other platform, she's just a mean person. She's a very mean person and she deserves to be treated badly, if we'll be honest. She deserves the short end of the stick. Don't y'all get tired of seeing people who treat people so badly or somebody who's always have a negative presence about them, always have an attitude? Don't y'all get tired of them getting good things? I'm just being honest. I mean, the Bible says God reigns on the just and the unjust. So, yeah, maybe that's the part that we'll never understand. But it bothers me at times. And I think sometimes people like this need to be put in their place. And I think one person did a great job of putting Lisa Ray in her place at one point, and that was T.D. Jakes. To my mortgage. This is tied to my daughter's college. This is tied to me taking care of my mother. This is tied to my life because I'm in survival mode. So what? So what? Who can't say that? Big deal. Don't write no book about that because ain't nobody gonna buy it because that ain't no story. And I had a prenup. Mm -hmm. I had a binding contract with him that he's not willing to, to you know, to relinquish to me. <clears throat> what do you expect? <sighs> what I expect is when I pray to be able to get some answers on how to deal with those things. And you will when God gets ready because God does not report to you and you don't pay him. He's God. When he says wait, it just simply means wait. In the Greek, in the Hebrew, and in the English, it just means wait. And guess what you have to do? You have to sit your pretty little self down and wait. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can see TDJ's told her like it is, but this didn't last long. It was a short-term effect on her. At the end of the day, this is a spoiled woman who really does not want to sacrifice any part of her in order to get her ultimate pseudo-goal, but ultimate goal which is love, which is family, which is a marriage, which is fulfillment. And you remember early in this video, I told you I have the thing that's going to really take you to the next level and finally get you to the place where you have that fulfilled marriage that you always wanted. Here it is. I was reading Exodus 12, and it talks about the Passover. It was Moses introducing the Passover, the instruction that God gave for the children of Israel to do in order to show faith going towards them being delivered from Pharaoh. There was one specific instruction I want to point out here. God wanted every family to take a lamb. He wanted this lamb to be without blemish. He wanted this lamb to, to be perfect. Not only to take that lamb, he wanted the lamb to become a part of their family. The lamb had to live with them for about 4 to 14 days. Why was this important? Because later, this family was to eat this lamb. And he wanted them to eat the lamb as a sacrifice. For a parallel, think about you who may have a dog at home. This is your dog. What if God instructed you to eat your dog? I know some of y'all are like, ugh, but you probably eat dog every day in a Chinese buffet. I'm playing, I'm playing. 
He wanted when they ate this lamb to feel like it was something they cherished, something they actually mourned. He wanted this sacrifice to feel like something precious. The family would have to completely consume this lamb. You know, there couldn't be any pieces left over for the next day. It was a family of about 10. They had to finish this lamb. They believed that they ate this lamb. This would be part of the sacrifice that we would make that would get us over the hump, out of slavery from Pharaoh, and we would be delivered immediately. This immediately brought up in my mind the sacrifice that my wife made. When we were talking about getting married and thinking about how things would look uh, with her living in her own apartment, me living in my own apartment, how would we bring our lives together? I'm here thinking, honestly, I have so many thoughts in my mind. I'm like, hey, man, I don't want to go move with a woman. However, she, she lived in this high-rise in downtown Dallas, amazing views, amazing apartment. I'm talking about just quality on top of quality. Here I am living in this rinky-dink. <laughs> After my previous divorce, I'm just building myself back up, living way beneath my means. I don't want her to have to come here. I don't want to have to, have to make her, you know, lessen her life that much. Guys, when I brought up what things would look like for me to move in with her, she was like, what? What are you talking about? We moving in with you. I'm like, what? So you're going to leave this amazing building, this amazing environment to come live with me. She was like, yeah, of course. Not only that, guys, and it's going to hurt to say I'm be honest with you. Her literal best friend at the time was her dog. Uh, her dog by the name of Santa. Her, her dog was a little Yorkie, and they was her best friend. I'm talking about the dog was, you would thought that dog was a big old dinosaur protecting her. Every time they walked anywhere, that dog would go off. Couldn't hurt a flea, but it would go off, you know. And the dog instantly took a liking to me, couldn't stop licking me like crazy. So that was something that she really adored. However, going into the marriage and going into moving in with me, she felt it was time for a shift. She felt it was time to release her dog and fully focus on marriage and building a family. When I say she felt it, she felt it. It was not coerced by me, although she may tell a different story, but <laughs> it was completely her decision. She did research to find a, a compound for Yorkies, a, a place that Yorkies can be can go and get adopted. And, and it was amazing to see this sacrifice that she made for not just me, but our future family. I was on the dating scene for a little bit, and I saw through multiple conversations with women, there were several things that they would not sacrifice. Women would have in their profiles online that, hey, if you don't get along with my dog, we can't date. A man not making six figures, a man not six feet, a man not driving this type of car. It's so many things that I heard from women what they would not settle for, the things they are not willing to sacrifice in order to be married. And I'm just going to be frank here. Most of the things that women say are very superficial. The things that would not stand the test of time. In 10 years, you're not even going to think about it anymore. It's not going to bring you any closer to your spouse. And that's why you're single. That's why your relationships fall. That's why you go from one man to the next. And you can never find the person to be with forever. I mentioned earlier that women have this united front. They stand up for each other. My wife has that as well. She's one of the people. She wants to champion women at all times, no matter how wrong they are. But I tell her, look, you need to show women the sacrifice that you made. Yes, that may not be true. The same sacrifice may not be for each woman. But look at the marriage you're in now and how we both are fulfilled. Shout from the mountaintop that having a fulfilled marriage does take some type of sacrifice. How many situations have you seen, and Lisa Ray is one of those, that a woman says, there's nothing I'm going to change to be with a man. You have to adapt to my life. And if she does adapt to something, it's something that's not truly a sacrifice. 
going back to our example, it's basically like getting a lamb that you don't care about, a lamb that you just found that same day and killed it the same day. No, what is something you have lived with, something that has meant so much to you that it will hurt you to lose? Are you willing to lose that to get the ultimate prize of having a fulfilled marriage? I will never forget the day my wife and I went to the airport. Her dog had to go to a different state. The amount of tears she cried when we got back in the car. The pain that she went through to sacrifice one of the things that meant the most to her to get something that would be more fulfilling. How amazing must it have felt for the children of Israel when they finally were released from Pharaoh, when they thought back to, man, the sacrifice we made of that lamb, it worked. It worked. We sacrificed that amazing lamb that we fell in love with, but it really worked. It really got to what we wanted. We are free. We have this freedom. Freedom is waiting on you. If you're on the sound of my voice, freedom is waiting on you. But you have to sacrifice something. It's not going to come easy. Prince Charmer's not going to knock on your door. If you're a man or woman on the sound of my voice, you have to sacrifice something. Don't be like Lisa Ray. Don't see every mistake that you've made, all the patterns that you've made. Don't repeat that same cycle and expect a different result. If you want something different, you have to do something different. It's all in the palm of your hands. You have complete control and autonomy on how this plays out for you. I believe in you completely. I believe that it's going to work out for you if you sacrifice. But if you want to talk about what that sacrifice looks like, I want to be your coach. I want to walk through this with you. I want to partner with you and help you realize what those patterns are, help you realize what sacrifices you potentially can make, and what it possibly would look like on the other side of that sacrifice. You didn't come across this video by mistake. The algorithm may have brought you here, but this is complete purpose. Don't hesitate to reach out to your boy. My website is lifecoachingbymail.com. My email is mailcoaching at yahoo.com. And you can hit me in the DM of any platform you may be watching this on. I want to connect with you. Thanks for watching today, guys. And as always, let's grow. Peace.